Cool. That was a good yeah, one. Yeah, huh? look cool. I could do another one like that. <laughs> All right, you go. 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 I'm go. going. Oh, you mean to do that? Yeah, I want you to do that. Oh, like I can't. A... I can't do that. Why? You can do it. Yes, you can. That you seems can difficult. It. You can do it. Na-na-na-na. Are you ready? People are probably listening like, what the fuck are they doing? <coughs> We're just uh, two guys <coughs> coughing into microphones. Uh, and we call this podcast Digital oh. Cortex. Oh, yeah. It's up in the air now. What, is, what are you drinking? What is that? This is the... Um, Damn, I totally forgot what it's called. It's the kilt lifter one with the bus. Beep, beep. No. Vroom, vroom. Uh, it's going to bother me. It's going to bother me. Got to look it up. All right, let's see. Let's see, let's see. Kilt lifter. Bus. What is it? What is it? What is it? Oh, the joy bus. Wow. Wheat. The Joy Bus Wow Wheat. It's kind of Kilt Lifter's uh, version of like an orange wheat beer. Okay. Like a shock top or... Um, I don't think Blue Moon is real orange wheat. It's just They put wheat. orange in it. They add an orange <clears throat> yeah. as like a, a garnish. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I don't think it's real orange wheat. But this is their version of like Do you hear me good in the top. mic? Yeah, is mine lower? I think it got lowered. I don't think it's lower because it's still hidden pretty high up here. Watch. No, in my ears. Oh, in the ears. Yeah. That that could definitely be true. Let me adjust that volume. Yeah. Up. Just want to make sure I'm coming in, coming in hot. Okay. Is that better for you? Yeah. Yeah, it's better. Yeah. I can hear you better too. Yeah. All right. All right. Okay. So yeah, the, uh, it's pretty good. It's pretty good. Just like a shock top. You got to like, you got to stir it up a little bit because, yeah. uh, it collects things on the bottom. Mm. So you want those flavors. The sediment. Yeah, I don't know what it is. It's like pulpy things. Mm. Some kind of the mm-hmm. mixture. But if you just flip the bottle upside down, give it a swirl. That makes me think it usually of. usually comes out. Of uh, You ever bought like good peanut butter? Like uh, like a kind of like all natural kind of like mm-hmm. peanut butter. And then you know how it gets like that big old film of oil at the top and it's real thick. And then you got to like knife it in there and start around. Oh yeah. And then it gets nice and creamy, creamy again. again. Yeah. It's so weird that it's the, the, what is the oil starts separating? Yeah. It separates. Um, and that's, that's natural for peanut butter. Yeah. So when you have peanut butter where the oils do not separate, it's because they've added an additive into there for you. Preservatives, yeah. some kind of um, shit in there. Same with milk. Milk supposed used, to milk separate? Milk used to separate. And then they started unpasteurized, unpasteurized milk yeah. to separate. Dude, you know what I just saw? Uh, that makes me think. I just saw somebody. Do you know how to make cream cheese? Uh, No. Exactly. I mean, probably... 
If you explained it, it'd have been like, oh yeah, 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 that's right. That's well, how yeah. you do it. But can I tell you how to make it right now? No, okay. definitely not. Well, what would you think? Uh, guess. How would you guess to make cream, cream cheese? cheese? Well, first you start with your favorite block of cheese and then you yell at it. What kind of, what kind of cheese would you know, buy? What's be, your favorite? It, it could be anything. I think I like like a Monterey Jack because I like the, 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 you know, or Monterey cheese, like that white block, right? That's yeah. a good one. And then, um, so you yell at it, you make it feel bad. And so, then, then you like beat it up. Like you're, bu- you have to bully it. And then the beating up process, that's the creaming. Mm. And then it becomes cream cheese. That's it. You just beat it up. Yeah. You just gotta, you gotta punch it. Punch. Now yeah, you, gotta you gotta cream it. Just like, you know, at the schoolyard and being like, oh, you just creamed him right in the cheese hole. Whoa. Well, that sounded way worse than yeah. I was trying to make it. Like, <laughs> he creamed him in the cheese hole. That's so wrong. What is this, Swiss? Come on, it's Monterey. It doesn't have holes. <laughs> <laughs> All right, but go ahead and tell me how it's really done. I'm trying to find the words. It's Because it's a, it's a type of milk, but I don't remember the milk. Um, is it skim milk? Let me see. Okay. This, because oh, I'm looking online. If people are giving different options, like you can use milk and heavy cream. Um, uh-huh. Oh, man. I wish I would have stayed with the stupid video. I think I, I think I might have it, but I, it's some kind of cream. Um, and basically what they did was they, um, they put it on uh on one of those uh cheesecloths and you just let it cure. Okay. And then uh um, That makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. And then you like uh you squeeze out the like um like the wetness of it and then you actually put it in again in another cloth and let it cure and then uh, it just becomes cream cheese. It's just a matter of curing. Isn't that kind of how you're supposed to do with like making butter? Butter, you actually churn. Mm. Like there's butter churners where you actually have like a mechanic, and well, you don't need that. You could you can make butter in a little jar. We we did it. We did it. No, wait. What did we make in a little jar? Yeah, yeah. We made butter in a little jar, and you can add like cinnamon to it and make it cinnamon butter or salt and salt it out. I've never made my own butter, but what I've seen, like those buckets of like butter turners, like where you just put. Oh, yeah. Like the old style way that they used yeah, to do it. Yeah, you just put whatnot. the milk in it and yeah. you keep whipping it until it turns into butter. I feel like maybe we did something like that. I can't remember the process. I think we were both a little high and it was mainly made for children. But we went to the dairy farm. They're having an event where they're going to teach you how to make butter and you sign up for it. And it was like six dollars a person or something. And they. You're making the butter, but you also are making. um, Cream. Like there's a byproduct to it. Buttermilk. That's what it is. It's buttermilk. You're also making buttermilk. And. They let you keep that too. And they're explaining how you can add like, um, like it was like cinnamon. I think it was just straight cinnamon. Just add cinnamon to the butter and you got cinnamon butter. Yeah. And my problem was, is that the butter comes out like it's hard butter. 
And so what you're supposed to do to make butter spreadable is you add oils to it. So you can add like a vegetable oil or something like that. Well, at the time we didn't have any of that. We had olive oil, like hundred percent pure olive oil, like that Kirkland brand olive oil. So I added the olive oil to the butter, but it was way too overpowering for it. So we ended up not even using the butter because it tasted too much like olive oil than it did butter. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry. I'm just like zoning out with this freaking hits that we took, dude. I'm like, (laughs) oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, for sure. For sure. I was like, what hits? What did did our social media blow up? Are we in trouble? (laughs) You're talking about the vaping. I get it. See, I got there. Yeah. Yeah. As you take another rip, that should help, actually. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> oh, you know what? We forgot to get some shots, huh? We got to get oh, yeah, a bottle. We haven't, we haven't had shots for a bit. Yeah, let's get a bottle next time. I'll remember to get one. No, I've got them. You have bottles? A fucking shit ton of bottles, man. You have some right now? Uh, what do you want? I don't know. What's your flavor? Some whiskey. You want whiskey? Yeah, I like You want Kentucky or Canadian? Let's go Kentucky. Oh, some man. Kentucky whiskey. I prefer... Oh, no, wait. I don't know if you I have You like Canadian whiskey? I mean, all I have whiskey. Texas whiskey. That's fine. Okay. A yeah. Texas, the Canadian's my favorite is Crown. Really? Crown. Oh, well, yeah. Crown is, Crown's just like sweet, you know? It's That's why I like, like it. A, yeah, it's got like They put a, maple syrup in that shit. So is that what it's it a Canadian. Is? I have no clue. <laughs> but I wouldn't be surprised if it's like, oh, we have to use maple burials or something like that, you know? I would believe if he said that they put a maple leaf inside of it. Maybe. Mm. Yeah. Canadian, uh, eh? Eh? Yeah, somebody was uh, was watching some community. It was like difference between uh, Canada and New York is they say a after you know like open the door a, and then uh, in New York they say a open the door. <laughs> you know what we could do, man? I can go over there and I might have a couple of interesting products. Go for it. Bring a couple of bottles. How about yeah. that? All right, well, you keep it. You keep it going, or if you want, we pause the whole thing. Yeah, you can pause it, and then we come back, and no one even yeah. knows we did that. So why even say we're doing this? Because I think you should pause it. (laughs) I probably should have coughed first. All right. Well, anyway, I came back with the assortment of things. Um, All right. Maybe we shouldn't talk about them until they sponsor us. Nah, no. Just talk about everything. Okay. Well, go ahead. Oh, you started already. Okay, dude. Let me just yeah. say, let's let's talk Do about. Do you want to just talk quick. about this? Sonoran yeah. Rose. You, so you bought I, some. I brought some other stuff. Now a lot of this I didn't buy. I think like everything here was a gift. It's awesome. Yeah, it's even better. Mm-hmm. This is pretty cool. Sonoran Rose prickly pear flavored vodka. I like the color. It's like a pinkish hue, and then, uh, um. You know, I I like the bottling. I like the prickly pear <laughs> picture on the front. It looks pretty cool. Talk yeah, about it's, that. it's a really cool one. Uh, and it is very pink looking. Um, and what is it from? They say it is Canyon Diablo Distillery. Uh, and where is this from? It is from Flagstaff, Arizona. Canyon Diablo Distillery from Flagstaff, Arizona. So it's it's more of a local one. 
I don't know if I was too <clears throat> far away from the mic for that, but it's Flagstaff Delivery. So it's a distillery. It was, this is made in Flagstaff. Yeah. Yes, it is Flagstaff, wow. Arizona. That's pretty Canyon cool. Canyon Diablo Distillery. I don't know why I'd fucked that up so many times. Can't stamp it to damp it. <laughs> they are the 2019 Double Gold and Best in Class Seattle International Spirits Award winners. Yeah. And uh, it's gluten-free. So I brought that. Gluten-free. Gluten-free. So how would you put gluten into prickly pear? I don't know. Yeah. It's like, so isn't most liquor <clears throat> gluten-free? Oh, does Crown Royal say gluten-free on it? I do, Does that mean it has gluten then? <laughs> you know, like... I thought liquor just was gluten free. You know, maybe it's, it's just their demographic. It's almost like a marketing thing, you know, yeah, just for marketing. Because it's such a hot button. Like, oh, let's tell them about gluten. You know what? Probably is because they have to say that it's distilled from grain, and so people who are like bougie about it might be like, "Grain gluten? Ew! Gonna stay away from that." So mm. they gotta put the big gluten free thing they, in there. So in this one, they use the rose, but it's really just a grain as well. I think it's like a Sonoran rose pear. I mean, yeah, so they put the prickly pear in it, right? Yeah, because this it's is a the sweet things fruit. from the cactuses, right? You read this whole thing already, right? No, go ahead and read it. The sweet fruit of prickly pear cactus is a little-known delectable treat of the Sonoran desert. You know what? If you were in the middle of the desert and then you just started eating it, dude, it would actually be an awesome treat. Right? You'd be like, I holy think shit. so, yeah, if I was just stranded in the like desert. It'd be like ice cream or something, dude. Fucking the, anything would be great at that be, point. It'd be juicy. It's a it's a fruit. And it's hard to get to. That's why um, it's full of, like, uh, thorns and stuff, so birds don't eat it. It's trying to protect itself. When in bloom, the prickly pear illuminates the desert landscape in brilliant shades of red, transforming itself into a desert rose. Sonoran Rose infuses the uh, ambrosial. I don't think I've ever said that word in my life. Flavor of prickly pear into a harmonious, harmoniously di, uh, derived spirit. Dude, it's just like throwing like all the words in there. Enjoy the unique, unrivaled taste of Sonoran Rose Prickly Pear Flavored Vodka. It is passion, craftsmanship, and small batch size that allows us to focus on the smoothness and flavor in each bottle. Word. There you go. And it's it's distilled from grain, gluten-free. So, yeah, I don't know. I guess. I guess um, if it's not distilled correctly, you could have some gluten in it. I don't know. I don't know. Isn't grain gluten? Isn't that what, how you get gluten? I don't know. I don't know what gluten, what is gluten? I don't know. I don't know anymore, man. (laughs) I feel like one time I did know, but then they changed it on me. So I don't fucking know. Yeah. All right. But do you want to just go and try it? Mm. Yeah. Let's try it. I already, we talked to. My bad. We talked to a lot. That sounded painful. It's coming yeah, dude. Here. It was like a punch to the face. It really was. My, my, I'm sorry. Right. Oh, did you hear that? Yeah. Should I do that again? That was delicious. That's not a sound effect. That is Sonoran Rose. It was so pink. And it smells so sweet, but I'm sure it's not going to taste sweet. 
Uh, I'm sure it's going to taste like know. alcohol. You could be wrong, man. Never know. There you go, kind sir. Sonoran Rose. Okay. <sighs> I'm going to regret this decision. Shouldn't be drinking on a work day. Mm, we don't have to drink a lot. We're going to drink at least four shots. Oh, you want to try them all? Oh, well, I brought them all. Bottoms up, then. There you go. That was good. Dude, what What do you think kind of... Um... It tastes like cough syrup. I'm, I'm going for it. It tastes like grape cough syrup. If I was to have grape cough syrup, that's what it would sound like. Someone here. So you think it's like a cough syrup kind of flavor? I think there's someone in my house. I hope it's someone that lives here. <laughs> I don't think your dog's not oh, freaking out. Oh, it's Crystal. Out. It's like, why is she coming through that way? But that's, uh, she probably just can't get into the garage. All right. Good. So just to catch you up on the negotiations here. Oh, um, okay. Yes. So off, off mic, um, we're talking about uh, butcher Random box. Styles here has been uh, dealing with the customer service on Butcher Block. He was under the impression he was supposed to be given a lifetime supply of burgers in his Butcher Box yeah. um, monthly box. Yeah. Um, but so, he has not been receiving them. Yeah. yeah so yeah. he's been on customer service trying to figure it out. And they pretty much have said, you have never been part of this lifetime program. It's a cool thing they do where they offer... Like um, one item for life of the box, no matter what. So it's not charged to you like free bacon for life. That's pretty cool. Their bacon is actually pretty pretty good, too. I've had it. Um, so the idea here is that. At time of sign at up. At the time you sign up with whatever code you do that they give you for life, you will be able to get that item in your box no matter what you order. So if you order a box, it's like all beef stuff. And your for life item was was bacon or chicken. Then you're gonna get bacon or chicken in that box every single delivery with the rest of your normal order. Yeah. So they um they they offer these cool incentives so they can get you to sign up, which is awesome. So I, I'm I could have swore I put the code in for free burgers. I remember burgers for life. So I'm like burgers for life. And I even got her to confirm because she can see all the orders that have ever been sent to me. And mm -hmm. she's like, these are the dates you got burgers. So she gave me all these dates um, recently. But I was like, what about in the beginning? Because I feel like I was getting back to back to back burgers. Like every box had burgers in it. That's why I thought I had, you know, that's why I'm under the impression of free you know, burgers, burgers for life. Because life, yeah. I'm pretty sure I put that code in. Um, and she's like, yeah, you're right. You did. Um, receive like burgers and like most of your orders in the beginning. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, I did. So like, she's like, if something fell off, um, uh, I should be able to see it, but I don't know. You know, who knows? You know, that's what she thinks. And that's what someone told her. Mm -hmm. Um, so yeah, she's just telling me that, uh, it's not on there. There's no, there's no, um, there's no um, trace of it 
um, having Burgers for Life. And I'm so like, is there a Burgers for Life code out there right now to use? Probably you could find one. A lot of podcasts. So what stops you from well, actually, threatening to cancel your order? Technically, or your subscription. she said she looked up what promotions are going right now, and Burgers for Life is not one of them. So she said she can't add it because it's not going right now? I think... Uh, yeah, I think well, maybe that was an option. life items you can get. Well, yeah. <laughs> then I said, you know, I feel like I'm missing out, you know, like, um, yeah, I'm just responding to her. So you feel like you're missing out because you're not getting any free life items and you feel like you were supposed to be. And when you got your boxes, you felt like, yeah, I'm cool because I got the promotion. And I feel good about that. And I'm happy to see that I'm getting my burgers for life. Your burgers stopped coming in. And now they're telling you, no, you've just been getting regular. You're not special. It's what I picked. I know. I don't feel. I feel fucking left out. Yeah. I feel like the kid just staring at the floor. I can understand why you feel like that, you know. You know, there's rain and he's just standing in the rain with his hoodie on. Right. Wet rain all over him. But no. Um yeah, so I, I was like, uh, no, I feel like I'm missing out, you know, because I know there's these these cool deals that are for life, you know. So I was like, should I just cancel? <laughs> I asked her, you know, she's being nice. Yeah, she's actually being really helpful, um, you know. So I don't want to talk, you know, shit to her or anything. Yeah, you don't want to be rude and to she, her. It's yeah. not really her fault. She's she is telling me to sign up for the email promotions, um, so I can put. I, I guess they send promotions out, but I'm pretty sure I have that already set up. I get promotions from them all the time. Um, but yeah, she's she's saying that uh, she'll, uh, you know, she'll. She said sometimes they offer, um, uh, they offer members lifetime deals like that. Like, hey, you can get even though you know you're already a member. You can still get this offer. You just have to pay a one-time fee. Okay. You pay the one-time fee, you'll get it for the life of your boxes. So you'll get the lifetime. The incentive of giving you this for life, it it makes you feel like you're getting something free every single time. And that reduces the cost and justifies the cost of you keeping the subscription, I would think. Because if you're getting like the burgers for life, you know, I would feel good about like every single month. I know I'm going to have burgers and I'll always have burgers. As long as I keep my subscription, I will never run out of burgers. Yeah. Now I'm laughing because she keeps, every time she responds, she always, she always asks, is there anything else I can do for you? Yeah. Cause she like, wants you to disconnect. Yeah. She's like, get the fuck off this chat. How and long I have you been chatting up, with her? I keep coming up with more questions. Cause you know, like, I, you know, she was talking about the like offers for existing members to get, you know, lifetime, whatever. Lifetime bacon or something. And um, she's like, sometimes we do offer that to customers. So um, then, you know, she gave me the, another, please let me know if there's anything else I can do to help. <laughs> and I was like, do you know when they're going to send the next offer to the members? That's what My I just God, asked. bro. You're just going to try to keep her on as long as possible. No, huh? that is a real question, though. Like, I do want to know. I mean, you're if just she asking knows. her, like, easy simple questions no 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 i'm not i'm not being a dick there's i mean uh, these every question i've asked her are i would actual. be okay being on the call with somebody being on a chat with somebody so long because at least you're not being an asshole i don't have to worry about what you're saying you're asking simple questions yeah i'm not being if you rude. wanted to stay there and just keep asking me questions and taking them like okay cool and what's this and i would just answer yeah like 
not a big deal if I had back to back calls or something like that. I'm pretty sure she's going to tell me she doesn't know when the next offer is. But with the chat people, I think they they have like multiple chats that they're doing at one time. Yeah. And they're and even with the calls, they want you to finish things in like a certain amount of time, too. You know, they don't want you to be on the phone for 10 minutes. They want you to have in that call in like three. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm pretty sure. But you know what? I don't think she's busy right now either. Because right. she's got time to like speak to you or no, because it came up pretty quickly. Mm. Like when I did the chat, it, it probably said, just it said, got bitty. Yeah, it said line the line. It tells you how many what um what number you are or whatever in right. the queue. And I said it was said I was number one. Yeah, so she probably like I'm trying to leave. But maybe they have a standard of it's hey, you gotta busy. close these chats out within two minutes or ten minutes or you know, three minutes or seven minutes. I don't know. You know, like maybe there is a time frame on like how long they can go. So. Yeah, maybe. Maybe, maybe. But yeah, maybe. she's been professional. Awesome. She's answered every question. Um, she thanked me or hanked me. Yeah. Hanked you? She hanked yeah. you? Yeah. She said, thanks again for report um, reporting. Hank you for doing business with us. And thanks for chatting. Well then, have a great one. Have Take care, one. as always. You know, we mm-hmm. speak all the time now. Me and me and Jonalyn, Jen, great Jen, I take Jen Lynn? How would you say this? How would you say this name? Look, Jenlin, Jean, Jeanlin, uh, Jeanlin, J E N, I'm gonna go with Jenlin. Yeah, Jenlin sounds better than Jeanlin. Gene Lynn. That sounds weird to me. Yeah. All right. All right. All right. <laughs> You're over here playing with electronics in your head. So what, what was your overall um, assessment of it? Of, of Sonora and Rose. It tastes like cough syrup. Really? I, I just taste cough syrup. I thought it was a good tasting like vodka. Y- you did? Yeah. I thought like it had good flavor. I could taste the um, prickly pear. Like it was present, and even though it was pink, I don't think it was artificially colored. I really feel like that's the color it got when they made it. Yeah. Yeah. Look, dude, it's it's got. They usually don't put. I would. Shit. I don't drink a lot of vodkas, but look, best in class, uh, international spirits, uh, double gold. Yeah, but that's twenty nineteen. Where's their awards after that? I don't know, man. Maybe these are just oh, wait, old. Hold on. Uh, there's something on the inside. There's a. There's What's some. This? There's some uh, recipes, dude, for some drinks. Oh, wow. Look at that. We could have made a... Uh, we have this. No, I would buy this vodka. And I don't even drink. We could have made an Arizona Cosmo. That's what I was going to... First... I, bet, I bet this is not a straight up vodka. I bet if we did make one of these things, it would taste great. No, that's what... The first thing I was going to tell you after I drank it was like, this would be good in a mixed drink. Oh, yeah. Like, I, I don't can, know I what guess, kind. I can see that. I don't know what kind of mixed drinks to make with it. But if you knew how to make some good shit with vodka and you use this instead, it would give you a totally different vibe. You know what? You probably just do that. Just find your favorite vodka drink recipes. Yeah. And- what is what is a fucking isn't a what's it's fucking bond is a fucking uh, shaken, not stirred. Just is, straight vodka. What is it? Martini? Martini. 
Shake and not stir. Yeah, yeah, if you use this, right? You use vodka, right? And gin? Um, No, a martini is just straight vodka, I think. Is it? Yeah, but you get a martini dirty is what a lot of people will get. And that's vodka with olive oil, olive juice. Yeah, you put the juice in there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, or you can get extra olives. But um, yeah, like if you made it with that instead, that would be good. It does have some good um, yeah, I'm flipping flavor this. to it. So I can remember to do one of the cocktails. I didn't realize the awards were on there when I said that I liked it either. It wasn't like swaying my judgment. You know, that's, I, that's No, I believe you. If you like it, you like it. You, you taste things I might not taste. Well, yeah, everybody's got a different taste for sure. Yeah. But I think what I liked about it was vodka for me is just so plain. I bet that I would like it in one of these mixed drinks. Like I'm excited to try those. Like I want to drink it again for that, but just drinking it straight up. It just, it didn't taste right to me, but I don't know. I'm not a kind of guy that just drinks straight up like that. You, you like know? drinks. You Usually like mixtures. It, the drinks that I drink straight up, they have to be like those type of, of things to drink straight up. Okay. So here we have Ginnarette, which is a dry gin. And the box for this is pretty cool because it's got um, Frida Kahlo on it. Is that how you say her name? Frida Kahlo? K-A-H-L-O? Does this sound right? Does this sound right to you? I don't know how to say. What is it supposed to be like French or something? No, that's the artist. Gen, Gen Arte. Or, or are you talking about the... Frida Kahlo. Yeah. That's how you say her name, right? Yeah. 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 I you are talking about the name of the... Oh, no. That's Ginnarette. 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 Oh, so I was this is say distilled and Ginerate. bottled in Italy. Ginnarette. Come on. That's what it is, dude. All right? It's got to be that. Okay. Ginnarette, maybe. Ginnarette. So, but it's interesting because they have all this art on the box. Um, it's a bunch of flowers and stuff. I think it's probably her art. And uh, so, Ginnarette, the spirit of art, distilled and bottled in Italy, dry drin. Alcohol is 43.5%. We didn't talk about that on the uh, Sonoran Rose, but that alcohol percentage is 35%. Um, that's a 750 milliliter bottle. And this one is 43.5%. Um, let's see here. Anything else we need to know? Uh, product of Italy. We said that already. Produced and bottled by Distillerai Francolai SPA via Romagano. I don't know how to say any of these Italian streets. Um, but that's what this is. And it's 100% grain neutral spirits. And so they've got a little bit of thing on the back. And since you read the last one, I'll read this one. Generate is an ode to the wonders that only art can produce. A journey surrounded by beauty, harmony, strength, and delicacy. In addition to juniper berries carefully picked in Tuscany, we also use selected botanicals that have a particular link with art. Plants such as mint, distilled saffron, walnut husk, dandelion flowers, and blueberries were used by the most famous painters of the Renaissance to produce their colored pigments. We use all of these and then add 
angelica lavender, hibiscus, elderflower, pine buds, mountain pine, and rosemary to create a totally original, wonderfully clean, and complex gin. Three levels of distillation and a traditional light filtration allow each component to express aroma and quality to the full, giving Ginerate its unique flavor. Each label on the side of the bottle is personalized by artists who can free their creativity and interpret a theme of particular interest. Through these diverse elements, each bottle of Ginerate becomes an individual expression of feelings and emotions. Hmm. Now, you were supposed to say the whole thing in an Italian accent, you know, when you were saying that. Take two. Ready? Oh, no, I'm not doing that again. (laughs) That was a lot of food. is not the wonders that only art can produce. What was that? (laughs) That's my... I don't even know what that was, but I'm sure that was an Italian. That's my Italiano. In addition to... Jonah Barberis. <laughs> I don't know, man. So, uh, what do you think? What do you think? Uh, what would just looking at the bottle? Definitely different looking than um, the other bottle. It's this uh, Sonoran Rose, very tall, mm-hmm. slender, with a cork top, and then you got uh, this Generate. This is like a fogged glass bottle. It's it's very. Uh, Cologne-ish. I don't want to say square, but it's like a big rectangle. It so, looks like yeah. a giant bottle of cologne. It definitely has a stance to it because it's kind of like slimmed down, but it's not. Brick style. It has like a profile. But yeah, it looks like a brick. Like and the top. A brick. And the top is, metal? Is, is... Plastic? It feels plastic. And I think it's twist. No. It's a cork. It's a cork. No, okay. It's a twist. No, it's a cork. Yeah, I see the cork now. Well, well now I got to do a cork pop for it. Okay. Did it pop? I, mm. I didn't hear it pop. Because well, I didn't pull it out. I'm like. Ooh, la la. Wow, that was hard. Why was that so hard? It's got suction, man. Okay. And then you, you haven't opened it very often. That's probably true. So, Ginorate, Italian gin. Do you like gin? I'm not a fan of gin. I'll be no, honest. I'm not a fan of gin either. Crystal loves gin. I don't know what the pill is, but I'll drink anything. I mean, (laughs) if you put it in front of me, I'll drink it. Well, yeah. But, you know, I'm a social drinker. I like to drink with people. I think that's fun. You know, I've never been a, I'm just going to sit at home and drink beers by myself. The only gin that I can tolerate has been the aviation gin because it's not strong in the juniper. Ryan Reynolds sold that, huh? Um, I thought I heard he sold aviation. I don't know. Yeah, I don't think he owns it anymore. Doesn't matter. Didn't get it. I didn't stay with it because of him. I did. I started because of him. Because, you know, he, he mentioned. So you like the brand now? Yeah. So they got their money's worth then, right? I like the brand. We don't, like, seek it out and, like, oh, I need to stock the gin. Um, but uh, if if it's available... Well, I guess not if it's available. So I guess the main reason is, like, I found it at like uh i think it was an air a, show no i didn't even <laughs> wanted to purchase it i didn't want to purchase it so but i Crystal went to like gin so you needed gin right no 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 oh. had nothing to do with the purchase we went to it was like a a cocktail festival and so they had a bunch of liquor manufacturers 
chilling out in booths and stuff and they give you samples and they make their liquor into a cocktail they created for the festival. And so aviation was there and they had a little booth. And so I walked up and I was like, well, um, I want to try that, but like, I can't drink your pre-made cocktail because it had like mint in it or something. Um, like fresh mints or whatnot, or there was something about it. Regardless, I really just wanted to take a shot of it and they didn't really want to give you a shot of anything. Uh, but I was like, convinced the guy and he gave me a shot of it and I liked it. So it was good to me. I was like, okay, I like and that's this. the first kind of gin you were like, huh, I like this. Yes, because usually I do not like gin. My yeah. friend gave tried to give me a he he wanted a gin tonic. He ordered a gin tonic when we were young drinkers, right? Yeah. When we first turned 21 and stuff. And so you're just ordering stuff you heard in a movie or yeah. something. Yeah. And so he liked his gin and tonic. And I was like, uh-uh, this is disgusting. It's bitter. I hated it. Yeah. I was like, I don't like gin. And I tried it again later on. Like I took a shot of gin with him. I was like, oh my gosh, why is this even a thing? I don't think people really take shots of gin. That's not really a, a shot kind of. I, I feel well, like when you're gin, young, you do. Well, when you're young, you just, I was drinking fucking 40s malt liquor and shit, dude. Like, I don't even know why I was doing that. But well, people do will take the gin and they'll just drink it on ice. Mm, on the rocks man that's tough man that's a thing that's a thing who the fuck is into gin man when's people, the last time you heard somebody like yeah people. man you got some gin that almost never happens it Nobody used yet. to happen in the 1800s or something i'm sure yeah she <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's 1900s i, I don't know <laughs> all right we can take this shot of gin let's do it we talked enough about it uh, yeah <laughs> This is my glass, right? I hate this, yeah. (laughs) I don't remember. No, I'm Superman. (laughs) What the fuck? Oh my god, dude. Oh, I confirm I hate gin. Dude. They had the back of my throat and almost came back out. It's rough. That's a juniper. Literally almost came back out of my mouth, dude. I saw that. Yeah, did you see that? I had to force it back down. I would have laughed at you if I wasn't trying to con- also you know, <laughs> not choking on it. Not choking on maybe the maybe it's the you're right, dude. Maybe it is a juniper, it's man. Juniper, man. That's I think what my that bottle does. doesn't fucking like juniper is like spicy. It's it, like spicy in there. I went to drink it. It went down my throat, and then my throat was like "fuck you" and threw did it. Did you back. take it in one gulp? Yeah, no, I did course. it in two sips. Oh. Like I, I worse. put one down and then I let the other down, but the the cup is moving the whole time. No, I took it like a shot. You know, a shot. Well, you I do was it trying with. to taste it though. I didn't want to just. I can taste it. it fucking sucks. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't love gin. I don't Ugh. love this. Give me it's some not... more snow and rose. Man. <laughs> I'd rather just take another shot of snow and rose just Go to forget for it, about you this. Take it, pop yeah, your just, cork. Just to you forget. You got to do that on the mic though. Just to forget about that. Yeah, listen. Oh yeah, looks like that. Yeah. Oh my god. You you want just a half shot? No, no, no. Come I'm good. on. No, I'm good. It didn't affect if me. If I'm that taking bad. a shot, then you gotta take a shot. Uh, I'll give you a little bit. You gotta you gotta clear this out, man. Uh, I gotta drive home, man. You are home. <laughs> I just gave you a taste. I just want you to taste it again because I liked it. Okay. But I gotta get this gin taste well, out I gotta, of my mouth. I gotta too. I gotta clean my palate. All right, let's clean the palate. Let's clean the palate. You're right. Oh my god, dude! It was like it was a it was like a visceral reaction, dude. Yeah, <laughs> I wasn't planning on that. I went. 
Like it, oh, I had shit, to that stop was hilarious, it. Hilarious, bro. I had to stop it from so coming funny. out of my mouth, dude. It was it was reflect. Uh, what do you call it? A uh, reflex, dude. Yeah, like a gag reflex. Yeah, it just wanted to come back out, dude. Yeah, no, definitely. It hit the back of my throat and was shooting back into my mouth, and I was like, <laughs> "Whoa, bro!" I had to fucking catch it. It was definitely some harsh shit, man. These Italians are laughing <sighs> at us. Fuck but, you. Um, it. In all honesty, it's not the worst gin I've had. Okay. So I would say it's pretty good, but it's not. It's definitely got that ginny harshness to it. But you can taste other things in it. So it does not taste like straight up regular dry gin. It's got all those other flavors that, you know, if I was a proficient man, I would know exactly what I'm talking which flavors and oh there's a hint of raspberries in there but no uh i'm not like that so you definitely taste that they've added more to it than just straight up juniper okay you know um i'll take your word for it because i don't know gin so you know let's do like a scale here on a scale of one to ten how would you rate our generate day mm, let's do one through five one through five yeah, okay ten's too much okay Mm, well, let's do the snow and rose first since we. Okay. Well, well let's cheers yeah, to this. Let's cheers to this. Wash out your gin. <laughs> it was only a little bit. Ugh, it does not taste good. No. Not on its own, I'm sure. You're just so wrong about it. How would you compare it to the, the fucking generate, though? I don't know. I, I feel like. I, I feel like I was able to handle the gin right there better. Handle the gin a little bit better, yeah. Mm. I like the rose better. I know sure. you do. Yeah, no, you wanted a second one. Yeah, <laughs> just to get rid of that gin taste. Oh my god. <laughs> um. All right. So Sonoran Rose scale oh, one to here five. You go. Here you go. Remember you were saying you you tasted other things. Here it is. Look at the gin. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Juniper berries, mint, distilled saffron, walnut husk, dandelion flowers, blueberries, angelica, lavender, hibiscus, elderflower, pine buds, mountain pine, rosemary. What the fuck? Now, I'm supposed to be allergic to mint. Oh, nice. But I think since it's distilled, I'm probably fine. And it's really just a skin reaction, if anything. Whatever it... I've never gotten this reaction from juniper berries... So I want to say something else in here fucked me up. I don't know if it was the hibiscus, the pine buds. You know, the pine needles are toxic from pine trees. Are they? Yeah, that's why that's why animals don't eat them. Huh? Yeah, they just lay on the fucking floor. Haven't you ever seen like around a well, pine tree? Poe, Poe fucking eat anything. And it fucks them up. <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> but um, yeah, if you ever look around a pine tree, there's no fucking grass or anything growing. It fucking kills everything around it. I always thought it was just because it was just so, like, so much of it. No. Because we used to have pine trees, and yeah, they're they're fucking You've never seen an animal just chomping on a pine tree. I guess you're right. Yeah, they just walk right by that. Yeah, it fucking sucks, dude. Mm -hmm. It'll make them sick. Yeah. Maybe it was... Dude, I just... How did I take a Sonoran Rose shot right now? But I just burped gin. I'm telling you, dude, whatever the fuck was in this, my well, body. That's what's in it. I know, but I don't know which one it is. It's... Oh my God, that was another gin. 
Um, it could have been elderflower. I've never had that. Um, I don't know. I don't think it's I've elderflower. Elderflower is fine. But not for me. Let me see. Okay, you're right. Um, lavender and hibiscus, fine. Blueberries, fine. Dandelion flowers. I don't eat that shit. Maybe that's what it is. Like the weird shit. Like dandelion. That's I have what I'm no saying. idea what angelica is. That's what I'm saying. Rosemary. I've had rosemary before. That didn't fuck me up. Like I've had it on a fucking roast or something. Walnut husk. I mean, I've had walnuts, but the husk maybe could fuck me up, I guess. I don't know. Something in this fucking thing that they added that sounds gnarly fucked me up. Because I've never had that reaction to gin by itself. But something hit me. And I had to get rid of that taste. Yeah. That was crazy. Whoa. Holy shit. All right, let's move on. So well, yeah, I would okay. Rate to, your rate to rate Sonoran, it, I'll, I'll give it like a, a three. I'll give it a solid a three. three. Yeah, okay. it wasn't the best. Uh, now that I take the second one, I think I liked it the first time more. I don't know why. The second time I took it, I wasn't. But maybe the gin fucked up my palate. I don't know, man. Anyways, I, it has good flavor. It it really does taste better than just a regular ass vodka. You know. Okay. And yeah. Uh, yeah. I think I like the taste of it, especially the aftertaste. I think the aftertaste is better than the the first taste you get. And, you know, sometimes you get a bad aftertaste. That fucking sucks, dude. No matter how good it tastes in the beginning, if you end with a bad taste, it ruins the whole thing. Like gin, I had a bad first taste. <laughs> I couldn't even drink that shit, dude. So that's like a one for me, dude. I, I don't even know if I would give it a rating. If I could give it zero, I would. Uh, but, yeah, I can't. Have, whatever else is in the gin by, you know. Additionally, it fucked me up. All right, so what would you say, Sonora Rose? I'm gonna give it a one, straight, yeah. straight up. Like yeah. if you're gonna drink it straight up, just a, I'm gonna give it a one. Not gonna, not playing with it. Not playing with it. Yeah, yeah. but if it was mixed in something else, I don't know. I, I, I'm sure I would like because you get you get else. hints of other flavors, right? You get the the um, fucking prickly pear, right? Mm-hmm. And that's nice, right? It's better than just regular vodka. Yeah, I think definitely. I'm not. I usually drink rum or whiskey when I go. Ooh, look at this with lemonade. That's the shit right there, dude. It's telling. It's giving you good, good fucking, suggestions. Yeah, this is a good splash of uh, grenadine and uh, orange and cherry garnish. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That one's probably good. The Sonoran Rose. You'd probably like that. The lemonade. The lemonade would counteract. Dude, that's a lot of fucking. 1.5 ounce. Oh, shit. <laughs> Not 15. I was like, what the fuck? Yeah, no, eliminates four ounces by itself. Yeah, that makes sense. That's, yeah, those 15 ounces, that's probably what I would put in mine. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> so, right. uh, Generette. Generette, what do you think, Generette? Generette. Generette. Go with a three. Three, so you all right? You liked it. It you was enjoyed just it. the middle, so it wasn't shitty, you know. But you were having some trouble knocking it down, more trouble than the Sonoran Rose. Yes, so yeah. I won't. I won't put it at a four. But it's good enough. I won't put it it's at a that five. good. Definitely that, won't put it at five. It's that good that you would give it. It's a three. not a two. You know, you don't think it's two. I don't think it's a two. It's close. But okay. it's not a two, because like if if I was to get a gin based drink and they use that, I think I'd be okay with it. Well, yeah, yeah, I w- yeah. Well, no, I I can't. I just can't. So I have to. Yeah. I have to give it. Nothing. You're not. You're not. You're not playing with gin. I tasted the flavors. 
Like, it was a lot of shit going on. Mm-hmm. That's the most I've ever tasted something having. And I think that's why threes, because I could actually taste all those without totally like, being disgusted. When it listed all this shit in there, I taste all that. There's a lot of shit going on. Mm-hmm. Maybe that's what fucked me up. There's too much going on. Like, I need less. Like, the vodka and the prickly pear, there's two things, you know? Like, this has got, like, 15 fucking things on the list, dude. Like, they ain't playing around with this, man. They went... And their packaging, I'll give it to them on the packaging. I like the packaging. Yeah, the box is pretty cool. And it's cool that they have like the this art thing going where they, you know, on the side of the bottle. Like if you mm-hmm. had like a bookshelf based kind of cabinetry for your liquors and stuff, like you just slide that in there. That's pretty cool. I would buy this for somebody just based on the look of it. You know, like it looks cool. But, um, but yeah, just can't fuck with it. Can't do it. All right. So what we got next? Now we got some uh, blended whiskey. 41 AL at ALC volume, 82 proof. We got Firestone and Robertson, Distilled Company. So 41%? Yeah. 82 proof. Um, Texas. The big TX on it. TX blended whiskey. At FNR, we value two things true craftsmanship and excellent whiskey. That's why we blend and battle Texas by hand to bring bottle, sorry, blend and bottle TX by hand to bring art. It's sweet aroma. Oh, no, dude, I can't read this cursive. All right. Let me try this again. That's why we blend and bottle TX by hand to bring out its sweet aroma, robust flavor, and smooth finish. The result is bold like the Texas you know and distinctly satisfying. We hope you enjoy it as much as we do. Please come see us. We got Leonard Firestone and Troy Robinson. They're both co-founders. Go Texan. Yeah, Fort Worth, Texas. Fort Worth, Texas. Government warning. According to the Surgeon General, women should not drink alcohol beverages during pregnancy because of the risk of birth defects. Consumption of alcohol beverages impairs your ability to drive a car or operate machinery and may cause health problems. Health problems, you say? Mm, or good problems. <coughs> All right, let's pop this open. Kabooey. <coughs> I like that. I like their... Uh, so out of all the bottles, this one's definitely uh, different. This one's got uh, see-through. Most of the bottles see-through. It looks like an old uh, bottle style. It's real clear. It's got a metal finish at the bottom of it with the Firestone and Robertson... Uh, crest you could call it or whatever you want to say um design and uh it's got a cloth at the top bottleneck so they put like this uh old map style cloth around the top of the bottle (coughs) as it's like a canvas yeah there you go that's what i was looking for and then the cork is a plastic cork they didn't use a real cork uh but it did give us but is that leather at the top a little bit of leather on the very top circle. That's pretty fancy. And then wood finish around the edge. And then a plastic uh, cork. 
But did um, you decork it on the mic? Yeah, I did that already. But I okay. could do it again. If you you do it again. Let's do. Let's do it. Yeah, I missed it. I was nice. dying. Yeah, dude, you were uh, having an episode. Over I was. There I was for a second. There you go. Boom, 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 boom. There we go. That's what happens when you have uh, three shots. I know, right? I like this cloth, actually. When you're putting the shot up to it, it almost gives you like a nice cushion. So it's just not glass on glass. Right? Yeah, so you're not uh, hitting glass. Oh, God, bro, we filled this to the brim. No, I gave us some room. I gave us some room at the top, didn't I? Yeah. And the cloth, it grabs the, the splashback. Yeah, yeah. I like the I like the design so far. I'd say TX is pretty dope so far. Okay. Blended whiskey. So the, I'm guessing um, they got some other shit going on. They didn't really list it that on the bottle, though. There's not a not, lot of information. No, there's not a lot of information. Just that it's apparently from Texas. Oh, here we go. 60% grain, corn, neutral spirit. So uh, 60% is... Uh, Grain, corn. corn. And we learned that, that you make whiskey from different types of grains. So I don't know what other grain they have in it, but they're only telling us about 60%, which I guess they're legally able to do that. And we just got to guess on the last 40%. Thank you, TX. Blended. How did they word that? <sighs> yeah, it's right there in the middle. Blended and bottled 60% grain. Corn. Neutral spirits. Yeah. Yeah, they didn't really uh, elaborate. Wait, we remember when we were talking about distilling things, there was a percentage of it that you had to let, like you had to toss it. Yeah, you can't use the first batch because you'll fucking die. But I think they were saying like you got to take, you're like, you're going to lose like 20 to 40%. Every time. Of you, your, your. You get rid of the batches. Right. Yeah. yeah. So maybe sixty percent is of corn is what like was left of the corn. This is sixty percent uh, of the batch. Yeah, of the, of this the, is the sixty of the grain, which was right. they used corn. So mm -hmm. I guess it's all corn then. It's a weird way to word it. If you don't well, know, no, 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 not like that. They used corn, but like it's all corn. I'm saying no, no, no. But but after the corn, after they do the the mulling and everything, you know how they they distill it. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And the first like 20% or whatnot, or 40% or you just whatnot, toss. you toss. Yeah. So maybe we're getting the 60% mark. Yeah. So they toss like, that's it twice. what we're getting. Yeah. And so they have to tell you, look, you're not getting 50%. You're not getting 70%. You're getting it at the 60%. That's the sweet spot. That's, that's where we actually put it into our um, barrels. And we'd like to keep it there. You know, we let it marinate. Oh, the, yeah. Did they say when it was what no, year? No, they don't say any of that. They don't do that? No, they don't say a they lot. I told you this is very little information on this label. I read pretty much everything on it. Yeah, here. you pretty much did. There's nothing here that you didn't read. Exactly. <laughs> I read everything. You did. You read everything. I did. Did you mention this, like, yes. aluminum yes. tape thing? I did. I said there was metal boarding, a board on the bottom That's of it. That's pretty cool. That's what I said, dude. It's a I nice. I was dying, okay? Like, I have an excuse that I didn't pay attention. It's a nice I was bottle. On my deathbed for a second there. You were having an episode for sure, man. Yeah, man. I was I like, are you going to get it together? Right now. 
Oh, is he going to get I'm it together? I'm so far down the rabbit hole. Let's do this shit. Cling. This is going to be the best one. Oh, yeah. I've had TX before. Now that I taste it, it's good. Not harsh, right? Is it lingering for you? Kind of just a bit in the nostrils. Is it in the sinus area? It's everywhere. It's a little everywhere. Take a drink. It gave me the chills. Look, look at my arm hairs are up, man. Do you see that? Woke you up, man. Whiskey wakes you up, man. It did. There you go. Take a drink. Take a drink of your kilt lifter. I should, but like I need it. We just still have one bottle back there. There you go, man. Whiskey wakes you up. Boom. Okay. I'm going to give it a four. I think, yeah, I think I'll match you on that. Uh, I'm not going to say it's the best because I'd like to reserve the five for something that blows my socks off. Right. But four is good. Four is definitely good. It's good. It has a good taste, right? There's, There's like this... I don't know exactly what it is. I want to say it's like a sweet taste, but it's not. Maybe it's a savory taste. There's something at the at the mm, end of it. There's good aroma. Yeah, that yeah. that really sticks Flavoring. around. Like it it's, does. It reminds me of like barbecue or something. Yeah, I like that. That's maybe a it's good, a smoky taste. It could be. That, maybe that's what I'm what I'm getting. Yeah, it could be. It could be on something. It does. It felt like Texas. Yeah. If I had to describe I Texas. I drank that and I was uh, like for 30 hours just chilling in Texas on the prairie in cowboy boots and wearing leather. You got a flashback. I know. I was there. I like it. I, I would feel good. I'd take a shot of this in the morning when it's cold and it warmed me the fuck up. Dude, if you, that's all you need to do. You need to take a shot of this in the morning and then get on your bike oh, and fucking oh. ride, dude. You'd be, like, <laughs> you'd be like, yeah, man. Oh, my gosh. Because it woke that you up. That would be so bad. Dude, it, this brought you back. You I, were can't, coughing. I can't go to work and have a shot Only in me. one, though, man. One's not going to last. You think I'm just going to become a, a daily drinker overnight? No, this like, is only no, for the I cold. I can't do that. This is only for the cold. Oh, so I'm only a daily drinker in the winter. <laughs> to warm you up and give you some energy. <sighs> you know why that stuff warms you up, though? No. So alcohol is a blood thinner. So normally when you're cold, uh, you're cold because your body needs to regulate your temperature. And so it puts all of your body heat into your vital organs. Okay, so So all your blood rushes to your main organs to warm. And so you're you're like... I know that. Capillaries and everything. uh, Shrink. Yeah, everything, your little veins and whatnot, they shrink. Okay. Um, And so that's why you feel it in your feet and your hands first. Yes. And then slowly back up your body. So the idea is that, you know... Let's not waste as much warm blood in those areas because we need to keep more important things warm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But alcohol is a blood thinner, so it opens those up. Opens our So when you are drunk, you feel warmer because your heat is now no longer being forced to the center of your body. It's being allowed to circulate everywhere in your body. Places where your body would normally regulate where most blood flow is needed is now filled with it all. But it it feels like it's more than just the blood rushing out or opening the veins. I feel like cuz it heats me up literally like But that's why you feel it is because you're normally your body's regulating warm, it differently. The warm blood that was next to your organs yes. is now and back so, out. I saw the Mythbusters did this too. So they they did a test of this and they got drunk inside of a fucking freezer. And so they did thermal cameras to see where all their body heat was. Yeah. And so they saw the body heat 
um, in their chest area and, and their vital organs like yeah. first yeah, and in the center of their body before and everything drink. else, you know, this is before, before they, they drink. Okay. After they drink, they saw the body heat dissipating. Uh, and so now it's more evenly spread, but that meant your vital organs and everything were cooler as well. Yeah. So the yeah. reason they did this myth is because like back in the day, they would have like St. Bernard dogs with like jugs of like liquor. Is that what it was? I thought yeah. it was like hot chocolate or something. No, it was liquor inside those oh. barrels. And these big giant dogs would go looking for people who were like stranded or stuff. And they give them that to drink. And it was alcohol because that's what alcohol does to you. So they had uh, alcohol in the in the in the barrels and you would just drink that and it would make you feel warm. But that's that was the thought like oh yeah it gives you heat but mm-hmm. the science behind it is that it doesn't give you any extra heat you're just now moving heat to different areas so the reality is you probably want your extremities to start freezing over because now you're not protecting anything that's important with your body heat yeah um it definitely warms you up but yeah i guess you are sacrificing your organ um, because if you think about it, like by the time you get frostbite on everywhere and all that shit just becomes dead on your body, like your your body for the very last moment it has left is still trying to keep you alive. I guess without any interference, of course, like it's, alcohol, it would heat your body up for sure because you're now your blood circulating again and it goes back to your organs and it's going to be um have to get warmed up again but then if it gets warmed up again then it goes back out so actually you are creating warmth because it's going to your main organs and warming again um and then if you keep drinking it's going to go back out no but you're forgetting that you're in freezing temperatures so it's it's not giving any extra heat you still have the same amount of heat in your body. But if you're in freezing temperatures, that heat is now being made cooler and cooler, which is why they have to to start shutting things down because yeah. they need to force the remaining heat to where it's needed. But if you're in freezing temperatures, of course, like you're you're going to start cooling down parts of yeah. your body. Yeah. So there's uh there's definitely like it's like a giant ass radiator for your for a body. Yeah. So there's definitely uh diminish on returns. Yeah. Like if you keep drinking, it's going to not. Well, end up regardless. So, I mean, it's, it's the same. Like, what, what is that? Is that some type of like physics? Like, um, you can't create energy. You're just, you have to burn energy to, to make energy. Like you have to sacrifice. That's why there's no such thing as like perpetual energy. Like energy that just is constant. Well, I thought energy never stopped. Like, um, like it never ceases to be. Like the, energy the only transforms. Is, is it doesn't stop. In a perfect world, yes, but with like gravity and and other things slowing but down, it's transferred energy, into other things. It, you, it's lost at that point. I thought energy wasn't lost. I thought it was just continuous. But you're taking that's why people you're think, taking that energy and you're burning it off, and it becomes something else after that. That's why people think that like we die, um, but we don't cease to exist because energy is not lost; it's only transferred. So we just transfer into something else. Yeah, but you're you're, you're that's what the thought behind it. Is, I mean, think about this: you have like a steak, right? You've grilled the mm. steak. You've gone out there. This is a, a mm. steak. You've put it to the right temperature. What, what's your what's your preferred temperature? Like one forty or something? 
I don't know. I don't 120? use. I use eyeball it, dude. I I have a good you eye do for the, You steak. do the thing where you gotta. I have a temperature gauge, but I don't um use it on my beef because I'm I'm I like a red, but I use it on pork, chicken. I don't fuck around with that fish. Okay. But the point is, is you have this steak. It's got a certain temperature to it, whatever that number is. Yeah. If you leave that steak there in room temperature. That steak is higher than room temperature when it entered the room, right? You bring it in from the grill straight into a kitchen. Yeah. It's going to start cooling. Why? Because that heat is dissipating and it's the temperature that heat is is going away. And that's what's happening in your body when you start to become frozen. Well, that's what I'm saying. There's there's, a definite... level that you can hit where your your returns are diminished diminished returns like I, you could take a shot and it's going to warm you up you're going to feel like it warms you up but it really doesn't because you're not gaining any extra heat from alcohol no no, no you're alcohol not, is not adding the heat you're not gaining it's any dissipating the it's it's leveling out the heat in your body yeah but let's say your body had like a temperature of like 99 all around in every single extremity or something yeah, like, yeah. or 98 point whatever the body temperature is okay so 98 in every extremity yeah but now you're in frozen cold weather you're stuck on a mountain it's nighttime yeah, you have yeah, no yeah. shelter you didn't your make arms it down. and legs are going to become very cold those have no longer like they're colder, right? Yeah, yeah. Because your body is losing heat. Yeah. So it needs to push the blood, which carries heat and is creating the heat for you, yeah. into your vital organs. Yes. And keeping that alive. And so it's saying, cut that off. We can't afford to add temperature uh, from the blood into these areas, like your yeah. fingers and stuff. And so slowly that starts to freeze. You add alcohol and your body can't regulate that anymore. It opens everything up. So everything's been well, opening up now. So, so now that same amount of blood that was at 98.7 and it was in your core is now everywhere in your body, but it's slowly dropping. So now 98.7, now it's 98.6, 0.4, And it can't keep that temperature up anymore because it's not gaining any extra heat. No, but like what I mean by uh, diminish of returns is that um you so you have like you said you have two you your body's one temperature but then when you become cold your extremities are gonna are are gonna um go down in temperature first right but you are able to maintain the heat in your chest like in your main organs you can maintain it so there is warmth in the amount of blood that you have in that area and that's why it's doing that circulating in um close proximity of um, all the other organs. So you are able to generate heat by having so much blood um, in that area for that time. And that's what you're doing. That's how you sustain it. So you are able to generate, that's why the, that's why your body does that because you are able to generate heat by doing that process. So you take a little bit of alcohol you dissipate the blood, warms you up again, right? You feel more warm because you're going back. It's going now, let's say your arms right. were at 80 degrees. And so it's, but it's taking what was there and Hold allowing on. it to spread so around. Think about this theory. So your, so your chest was maintaining like 96 degrees, let's just say. Um, and your arms were now getting closer to 90, 85 
let's just stop at 82. Let's say your arms are 82, your legs are 82. So you're definitely colder and you're feeling freezing. So you take a shot of alcohol, opens up the arteries. Now your blood goes back out to your arms, warms you up. Now you're getting, um, you're getting closer to 85 again, 86, 87. Now you're warming up on your arms. So you, it makes you feel better. And now, um, because it's still cold, the blood's still going to continue to go back to go back to your organs eventually, um, because that's what its main purpose was in the first place. Because it's cold, so um, if right. you if you do it right, you can take one or two shots and warm up your extremities, and then let it, all the blood go back to your main organs to again start the process of warming up again and staying close to your organs. But I guess in this situation, you. You don't have a fire. You don't have anything else that's going to keep you warm. Eventually, you're sitting outside in the snow. You're going to become the same temperature as the snow. So there's a definite timeline here. And yeah, alcohol is going to warm you up in that timeline. But it's also going to shrink the amount of time you can last in the snow. That's why I said there's diminished returns. Yeah. So you can only do so much alcohol before that, uh, before your process. You're not actually warming up anymore. You're just now getting fucking cold and freezing. So, but if you do it right, you could potentially drink a shot, warm up your arms and legs, and then let the blood go back and then still be okay. And all you really got to do is make it through the night. If you can make it through the night, the day, as long as there's sunlight, you'll be warm again in the sun. I don't think in this situation you would make it through the night at all. But I would hope that if the dog found Depending you, there's someone else out there who can, gonna, gonna find Depending you. Depending how cold like it is. Like the dog's going to know. It's going to give you the alcohol and it's going to be like, yo, I'm going to be back. And I'm going to bring somebody to take you down the mountain. So try to warm It'll up. It'll get you that. through a section of time. I don't know how long. That I guess that depends on how cold it is. You know, if it's eight degrees, that's one thing. But if it's minus 20, minus 40, now you're getting in some fucking range where you ain't going to be able to survive much longer. Right. But, you know, when those freezing temperatures come, you ever seen like the deers and stuff that are just frozen? I guess like in the moment, you don't know how long it's going to be until someone helps you out. So the question is, do I risk losing my foot to wait longer or do I try to save my foot and hope someone comes sooner? I take the shot. I would take the so shot. You just hope someone comes sooner. Yeah. I would try to keep all my fucking body parts. Um, and then, you know, uh, wait, wait it out. That'll yeah. give me extra time. Is Cause I can like take the shot fight till the end. I could take the shot or warm up, be comfortable when you go. I'm not trying to freeze all night. Uh, I'm just trying to keep my body parts. And I think if you take the shot, you'll warm up your legs and arms, which is important because you definitely will get. You know what? And at the the end of the day, too, when it really comes down to it, are you going to die frozen, sad, and cold? Or are you going to die passed out drunk? And yeah. At least you went out. That's definitely way better. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, drink. Have a drink, man. You're gonna fucking I was die. So cold, but I just drank myself until I fell asleep. There's Hell got, yeah. There's got to be some science to that. Maybe you're making your body break down the alcohol, so <laughs> you get the engine started. There's got to be something, dude. I mean, but then you got to start moving or something, right? If you run, you warm up. Just Fuck. run in place. I, I guess the moral of the story is. Learn how to build a fire in the Arctic. 
Like if you yeah. learn anything in your life for survival, that's what you need. Do, All right. You ever see what's this next whiskey? You ever seen the football players when they're when it's snowing outside? They take their helmet off. Heat coming out of their head, dude. Nothing but steam coming out of their head because they're running around, man. They're exercising. As long as you move around, you'll be fucking alive. All right. So the last thing we have here is a good old crown. Good old crown royale. From this is. What does it say on the back? Where is it made? All right. Crown royale. Fine deluxe. That's a trademark. Fine deluxe? Fine deluxe. It's L-U-X-E. L-U-X-E. Deluxe. I don't know. I, I bet it's French, though. You think that has some French Canadian? I'm so sure it's got to be French. Mm, I'll take your word for it. Blended Canadian whiskey. Product of the Crown Royale Distilling Company. In? Toronto, Ontario, Canada. Yeah. 40% alcohol by volume, 80 proof. You ever wanted to go to Canada? Yes. It would be interesting, right? I, I feel like Canada would be so cool. I've, I heard that uh, if you go to a big city like Toronto or something, that they're very um, diverse. Like you can get a lot of different kinds of foods and stuff like that because it's such a big city. But, you know, what do I know? Uh, you know what? For our honeymoon, I think we might end up in Canada. We'll see. Oh, interesting. Okay. All right. So Crown Royale, exceptional smoothness. The standard of excellence for Canadian whiskey, a blend of distinct full-bodied Canadian whiskeys, matured to perfection in white oak barrels. Crown Royale was first created as a gift for the King and Queen of England to honor their visit to Canada in 1939. Mm. To this day, every bottle of Crown Royale whiskey is crafted to meet that same uncompromising standard. Wow. Drink That's interesting. Responsibly. That's the first time I I heard that. I didn't know. Whoa! I'm sorry. So fuck. sorry. Oh my Jesus! Holy! That shit. bottle came out of nowhere, man. Well, you picked it up like a fucking animal. What were you doing? Dude? Oh my god! I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So I didn't right. know this bottle was made for for all the years royalty. I was drinking this. I did not know that either. I mean, I I I got that makes so much sense. Now. I got the the um the whole. Uh, royal Phil, you know, from Crown, but I didn't know that it was m- made for that purpose, which is kind of cool um, when you think about Here. it. But they would have had to, um, I got it, they would have had to distill it then for a while before the they actually came, right? Or did they? I'm sure that, like, you know in advance. Or is that just a story or myth? They just made that fucking shit up. No, I like, bet it's true, but like, I bet the Queen of England and they have this shit planned so far in advance. Think so? Like a year? Oh yeah, definitely. Like at least a couple of months, if not a year. Okay, and then so they just use one of their barrels and like this will be the Crown Royale. Yes. And we'll just put in a cool bottle. Or they know that a visit comes at least once every so often, and they're like, "Yo, next time they come through." We're going to blend a fucking whiskey for them. You know what I started buying, dude? I started buying the best maple syrup I can buy. Because, you know, I don't use maple syrup that much. So, like, this, this, uh, just real quick. Yeah. Does not have a pop. So it's a twist. It's a twist. And while I pour this and you tell the maple syrup story. That's it. That's it. it. Yeah. You did it. 
Oh, describe the bottle. How would you describe this bottle? It's definitely unique. It's uh, more in the line with like a decanter type shape, but a lot thinner. And and it's, got, it's got um, like stained glass kind of vibes, right? Uh, it's definitely got a lot of like bumps and grooves into the glass work. How do you think uh, they do to that? Make. Does it, I mean, obviously just made in a factory. Bro, but Here's what I think. I think that they blow the glass into a mold. Now, I have no idea how they blow glass in a big manufacturing area to like make bottles all the same. But I'm guessing that they just blow the glass in a mold. And it, um, it comes like out. Like you blow it into the mold and then the glass just accompanies that. They move that immediately somewhere. It dries. They break it off and sand it down or whatever the fuck they do to make glass and. And that's how they did that. This works. one's 80 proof, 40 ounce. Yeah. Or 40, yeah, not 40 ounce, like, 40%. At that point, that's all glasses just is. I mean, like, I'm sure they do the same thing for metals. Yeah, it gives me an old school kind of vibe with it. Rounded glass. Um, you etched. know what? There's a fucking seam right here. You see that? So that it has to be blown into a mold. You can feel it too. So they, you feel the seam? Okay, so they There's a seam on each side. So, so they it, blow the glass in a mold and then cool it. Yeah, and they pop the mold open and still boom, pretty cool. There's a fucking bottle. Still pretty cool. No, I'm not saying it's not cool, but like So I've it, always wondered that. I didn't know really fucking know how they make cups and shit like that. So, but like it's it that's what it's gotta be. It's gotta be all fucking seams and shit. And molds. It's gotta be molds. So they um so technically each bottle will probably have some imperfections. I would think a bottle could possibly have imperfections. And if I was a collecting man, which I am not, well, I guess to a sense, depends. I digress. The point <laughs> is, um, you might want sense. you might want the imperfections. Sometimes imperfections gain value over time. Like if you find like money that was misprinted from like 19 the fucking coins, 19 or shit. Like the buffalo coins and yeah, shit. Yeah. Then like that shit's worth a lot of money. Yeah. In a collector's day, like if I held on to it for like 50 somewhat years and it became like extremely fucking popular. And then one day, boom, my $20 worth of whiskey is now turned into, I don't know, like 5,000. Yeah. That's a good return on profit. I'd say so. Mm-hmm. Look at this picture. What is it? Oh, Read yeah. It. I saw that shit. When you get your butt implants, but your face is still busted and it's like a truck, but it has a bed of a brand new truck and a longer bed <laughs> than what the original truck cab is supposed to be like. And so the front is so bad. The front of it is like an old beat up Toyota that's all like missing paint. And then the back um, bed of the truck is like an F-150. <laughs> like it doesn't match it at doesn't all. It's like match. a Toyota. Man. The tires are even different sizes. You see yeah. that shit? <laughs> and it's obviously just welded together, dude. Like that's such shoddy. Like I don't even think you need to weld the bed together to anything. You can just fucking bolt it, bolt on. it onto the to the, the frame, onto the axle. Mm -hmm. Yeah, if it fits, but that looks like a different wheel, so it has a different axle from the front. So they welded two frames together. Yeah, they kept the frame of the bed from the truck and then just welded it to the front of the. So that dude, if that got hit from the side, that thing would fucking fold and break apart. Like it would cause some fucking damage, dude. That's why you're not supposed to weld frames together. Yeah, that's why they say whenever the, like the the frame is damaged, it's it's considered salvage. Yeah, 
because it, it, it's not safe for the road. No. Technically, that shit can fold, it can bend, it can flip, it can rip off in half. Like, right. a, a weld is not a good hold for an accident. Like, when you're at high speeds, that's why they don't do that kind yeah, of Yeah, they shit. don't repair that. No, they, you just, your insurance buys you a new car. Yeah, if there's damage to your frame, you're fucked. That's mm-hmm. it. You're done. They won't, they won't insure it. That's not safe. So, yeah, that's definitely not insured. <laughs> it's so fucking funny that we have to have insurance. And that, like, we pay the deductibles to protect a vehicle that is so expensive. And then, like, depending on your insurance, they might not even, like, cover you for anything that that would naturally happen to your vehicle. Yeah, there's a... It's like you're paying for the in case of, in case something. Yeah, but like it's always designed to screw you over. There's, I mean, they look at the numbers and the percentages and the percentages show that more than not, you're going to get an accident. So the percentages of you getting an accident are are lower than they're actually happening. So they're making money because of the coverage that they provide. But they know that you're not, the chances are you're not going to get in an accident most of the time. Dude, I'm like so fucked up right now. Yeah. We've I been feel drinking. it in my toes. We've been drinking and smoking. That's what happens. I don't know happens. why we did that. Because we fucking, let's take the goddamn shot. Today, like I usually come in here with water. Yeah. Yeah, we did it. And we I did came it. in here with a beer. We did it great today, man. Oh, we fucking did, man. Uh, yeah. Let's take this shot. To dude. the greatest episode. <laughs> The most alcohol content episode. <laughs> back to back shots. What up? Okay. I think I still like the TX better. I'm going to call them even as far as like grading. I'm going to put it at a four. Well, you could tell. I'll say this. There's a difference for sure. In, in production, right? Oh, you could taste it. Like this is like your generic brand and this is like a higher end brand, right? Yeah, you're right. You're right. You're right. Like this felt good. Look, I'm still going to keep Crown stocked on my shelves. Crown is... Well, well, let me finish here. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to keep Crown stocked on my shelves. I might not go out and buy a bottle of TX on my own. But I will say, Crown gets a four. I'm going to bump TX up to five. I'll give it four and a half. I didn't know half was an option, so I'm going to go four and a half as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I, think, I think half, because I think to get five, we're saying it knocks it out of the park. And um, I'll, I I like, guess I was just basing it off of what are we had here. Yeah. I would say let's leave five for like something that blows the fucking, like I said, socks off. I... But you can taste the quality difference, right? You can. You can taste the difference yeah. for sure, man. For That's sure. crazy, right? No, I do. I agree. That's I don't crazy. think I've ever taken so many shots of different kinds of whiskey or um, fucking liquor at one it's time. Fucking whiskey tasting. We should go do that one day. I would like. You know whiskey why when tasting. Chris was out at her bachelorette party, we go out. I mean, I know Los is could there, be there. Is there a whiskey tasting place? We could have done it at that whiskey fucking bar we went to on Los's bachelor party. They had like a oh, flight of whiskey. Do you want to go there? No, no, I'm okay. really thinking about it. Like, I don't know if I really want to do that, but I'm not sure. I'm I not like, sure. I'm I not like, sure. I like the bone marrow. We should just get together and fucking plan something. <laughs> we you know? may, we Look, make it a tradition. We I always I want to make there. sure that it, we going out, I at least want to be high. 
want to be high. Oh, that's too, taking you know? care of. That's a and given. And maybe we just do something fun. Like, it doesn't have to be bar hopping or anything. But, like, you like let's a, do something. Like, some good food, right? Just some good fucking food. And and something uh, entertaining, right? Yeah, something entertaining, like a comedy what, what show about, or something. Yeah, what about a comedy show? What if we look at what's coming like, up? Like, I'm down to that. A comedy show or even, like, a... Dude, that's nonstop I know, laughs. I know, like... We can get a couple buckets. Have you ever been buckets? to a theater production? No. No, no. Some like, of those might be cool. Like, do they Maybe have if improv? they have a good, like, yeah, like an improv... Um, an improv show troupe? or something like that. Yeah, I'd be down for that. Well, we'll look into it. Oh, I'm going to look at those dates. I'm going to look. I'm going to see yeah. what's in town. See what's There's something. What's rambling and going on? You know, There's something going yeah. on. We'll figure it out. Get some slice of pizza. Right. Oh yeah. I buy the slice. You know, you just get. It's a slice. always good when you've been drinking a little bit, though. Oh, it tastes way better. Yeah, yeah. for sure. For sure. Yeah, I always. Yeah. I always thought that would be cool to just hit. Like, I know there's so many comedy places in New York just to go like hit them. Boom, boom, oh boom. my God. There's so late. many live events you could do in New York at any given day. And yeah, what given if you, moment. what if you saw a play and then you went to a comedy show and then you went to like, a, I would love that. You know, I would love to live in New York. Dude. That I would, think I would thrive. That would be, no, it's probably too fucking expensive. Thrive. If, if money wasn't a problem, if you know? money wasn't a problem, I live in San Francisco. And that I would feel be like first? I can do yes, that would be first. I've never been to New York, but I have lived in San Francisco. I've visited San Francisco. I love San Francisco, and I still could find something to do every single fucking night in San Francisco. And they do have a large amount of like arts and, it's, it's and the, performance. I think you know, people will say, like, oh, Los Angeles, you know, that's a great city on the West Coast, Seattle, uh, Portland. Yeah. Um, but I think if Portland we're talking is interesting, right? If Portland? we're talking East Coast. It's New York, definitely. New York, New York, yeah. But I think the equivalent of that on the West Coast is San Francisco. I'm going to say San Francisco. That's yeah. West Coast version of it. I would like San Francisco. I went to the city when I was young, and I liked it. I just liked the vibe of it. It's, it's It felt so fresh. If I had money, man, we should have planned a trip to San Francisco. It felt so like refreshing and like, yeah, why didn't we go? You should. We could have done that. I should have done that. That would have been awesome. It's just so expensive. It is. I but think. I think originally, like the first, like a shared Airbnb does help. You know, like true, 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 true. And they got lofts and different like places where we could have like. But yeah, no. When I went to this, you know what movie I like to watch too for San Francisco is um, Eddie Murphy. Uh, um, what is it called? The fucking oh god damn I can't think of the name. It's not. Yeah, I just saw his recent movie. It's uh, not Beverly Hills Cop. People. It's the other one. Um, let me look it up. You're just looking up Eddie Murphy movies. Eddie Murphy. Let's see. Let's see. It's not Beverly Hills Cop? Yeah, no, it's not Beverly Hills Cop. It's um the other one. Trading places? No, 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 no. It's uh it's uh God damn it. It's one of his first movies that he did. Boomerang? No, 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 no. Keep going back farther. Eight seven. He did um a movie with Nick Nolte. I don't know why I can't think of it. Okay, let me let me see this. You said it was Nick Nolte. Let me go to his fucking shit. 
It was, uh, God damn it. 48, 48 hours? hours? Yes. Oh, 48 I hours. I was thinking of it right as you said it. And then another 48 hours. Dude, if you watch that movie, it's San Francisco. And it's older San Francisco, like 80s San Francisco. Well, yeah, it was filmed in 82. I would hope it would be older. Yeah. So, like, the city and just the vibe of it, like the up and down hills. And there, there's car chases. And, like, dude, if you want to watch a movie, like, with good San Francisco, like, um, shots it's it's a uh, fucking 48 hours dude they go to like a bar and they go to like a couple of different spots and there's like um some parking garages and they got old ass fucking big ass boat cars you know that are huge and um yeah dude i don't know when i watched that movie i was like man i want to go to san francisco i remember just thinking about going to san francisco just from watching that movie Dude, I loved San Francisco. My only regret the is that when I was a, I never took the trolley. Never the whole time you, I would have just took it. It's it's mainly like a tourist thing. It's like five dollars. It doesn't go anywhere I need to go. I didn't take the trolley. I took the buses. But just to say you took the trolley. I took like the trams. I took the BART. Yeah. They had like a version of a trolley that was like a donated streetcar from I like thought that was Chicago. Cool. You just jump on and you you know you just run up to you it. Would think. Oh, we're hearing that, but like they're not going to hear that. So just okay. pretend it's not there. I'll pretend. Yeah. Sorry. It's not so what you there. are hearing, what you're not hearing, <laughs> that we're hearing, is the closing music because it's no, just no, on no, a track it's fine, there it's fine, at it's a fine. certain time. You don't have to so, explain. <laughs> no. Well, now they know for future reference. If that ever happens, we don't talk about it. We know. You know, what I should have muted it. That's my fault. No, that's fine. That's my fault. Um, no, San Francisco. Yeah. I, I I like that's like the. Did you walk across? Mark. Did you walk across the Golden Gate Bridge? I did not. I walked across the Golden Gate Bridge. I didn't walk across the Golden Gate Bridge. I no. walked. Um, I always it sways, dude. Yeah, you don't feel I know. it when you're driving, obviously, but when you're walking, it's like. Shh, yeah. Shh. No, it's I've just, been to lookouts. I've seen it. I've taken pictures with it. You know, um, I've been to the parks that are close to it. Yeah. Uh, but Alcatraz, I've never been there. I've been to Alcatraz. I always wanted to go there. Yeah. So like when I went to school, they had like an, uh, um, it was an art school, the Academy of Art University. They had like someone who came through and did like an Alcatraz tour, but they were from like the TV show that was like the ghost hunter TV show or something like that. Yeah. And so like they did the, the tour at night for like Halloween shit. Ah, that would have been nice. To go. Yeah, because they don't usually do tours at night, but they did it for this like ghost uh, tour person. Did you go? No, I went to a ah. day tour. <laughs> you built this up. I know. I didn't go. I went to the day tour. <laughs> Son of a bitch. Yeah, no. <laughs> the Rock. Remember the Rock movie with mm-hmm. uh, Nicholas Cage? Nicholas Cage. Dude, Nicholas Cage. He does some weird fucking movies, but that, but was- that guy is an American hero. That that showed like the city too, man. That you know the whole fucking vibe and shit. You know, like I always thought Full House was awesome because of the house. I, I know everywhere in San Francisco, like it's a grid city. It's easy to get around. You do everything. When I was uh, going to school there and living in San Francisco, the school was like in downtown San Francisco. Like, it kind of feels the like campus was spread out. Uh, we went there when the um, Giants had won the World Series. So I was there for like the World Series parade and shit going down Market Street. That was probably fun. It was it was fucking awesome. I didn't even fucking know what was going on at the time. I didn't follow sports at all. 
But yeah, I was going to say Full House, dude. When I used to see Full House, I was like, that's San Francisco. Remember their house? Dun, dun, yes. Dun, dun, dun. I visited the but house. That's, that's Family Matters. I just totally sang the wrong song. We went, and, <laughs> we went and visited the house. Oh, you guys went? I've seen the house. Yeah, man. It's awesome, right? Mm-hmm. I always wanted to live in a house like that. I don't know why. Whenever I watch things that, that like you know take place in San Francisco, I'm like, I know that street. I've been to that corner. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's got a unique feel to it. It's like you know, like it's very artistic. I feel yes. like, and it was a perfect for me in my college years. Like it was a perfect place to have college, like in downtown San Francisco. That sounds fun, it was, dude. It was fucking great. My only regret is that I didn't like early on in my college, like the first semester of college, I was an emo, depressed kid. Yeah. And so when my friends would try to take me out to art galleries and shit, I just wouldn't go. And then I had a like a big breakup in college. Oh, you were dating somebody? I was dating you... someone I met at school. Yeah. At the school? Mm-hmm. Oh, shit. We broke up. Second semester comes around. And I was like, She's like Fuck you, you know, I spent a lot of time first semester with her. Second semester comes around. I start doing whatever my friends say. Like the, I'm a, I become a yes man. So we go to art galleries, we go to to different like uh, theatrical events. You know, we went to a movie in the park where they were playing um, fucking uh, The Big Lebowski. Okay. So we were watching The Big Lebowski. That's awesome. I love that movie. And we took like water bottles filled with white Russians and other like, you know, shit, uh, like just mixed punch and shit and then just walk home. Like there's so many nights that I walked home drunk. And no matter where you go in that town, it's uphill. Like you're never walking downhill. Right. You, you, go, you go one place, it's all the way uphill. And you think, oh, well, I come back, it's going to be downhill. No, it's still all the way uphill. Somehow it's always yeah, uphill. It's always uphill. <laughs> so like, uh, but I remember going to like, we had a, a friend that they had their, they didn't stay in the dorms. I stayed in one of the dorms, but it was like an unsecurity managed dorm and it was a house it was like an old 1900s style little mini mansion it had three floors the staircase was fucking gorgeous made out of solid wood uh and it it went up to the second floor there was no staircase in the foyer that went up to the third floor or anything the third floor when they built this mini mansion was for like um servants and shit. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So there was a, a staircase that led um from the basement, which housed the kitchen, all the way up to the third floor where the servants would stay, and every floor in between. And it was a closet staircase. Like you had to walk into a, a little closet area to go through that staircase. Yeah. Um, and that's where like the basement housed the kitchen, it housed our rec room and laundromat. Um in the dorm uh the first floor was all the men's bedrooms and there was like one two three four five maybe six five or six uh bedrooms and they housed like about four of us each mm. so but they were spacious they were super spacious yeah, you show me those pictures it looked awesome yes we had a person in there that was like six foot five or some shit like super tall dude and he was able to like stand in there and you can see the ceilings are so fucking high yeah so fucking high and there was a lot of like hidden little cubby spaces 
which yeah. was hilarious. It might have been like prohibition or some shit. I don't fucking know. But like, I remember the fireplace that we had in our bedroom, which was non-functional, our dorm room. It had like this hidden. It looked like it was part of the fireplace. But if you push it, it opened up a door and we would hide vodka and shit in there. And we'd have like a, a drinking circle. We'd go around and and drink in our dorm and shit. Yeah. And our dorm room door was always open. Everybody knew to go into our dorm me and my three roommates and shit. Yeah. And it was so funny because they're always working on projects. We had a, I had a roommate who was an industrial design major. So he was always like building shit at a roommate who was an illustration major. So he was like deep into the art. And so he had like classes where he had to sculpt stuff and he was always drawing on easels and shit. I was motion picture and television. Yeah. My major was in acting. So like I would come home, I would play video games. They would be <laughs> like, Steven, don't you have to study for finals? I was like, well, my main acting class is like script reading, cold reading for auditions. Yeah. So I don't have to practice for that. My script writing <laughs> class is already done because I don't have to do anything for that either. And my movement class is lava. And I think I can manage to be lava. So I don't really How'd you have do How'd you do lava? I got on the floor and I wiggled. <laughs> Slowly. <laughs> Slowly. Like, yeah. I erupted. Oh, you Dude, did? Dude, I got an A in that class. I was great in my fucking movement class. It taught me how to juggle. It was taught by a professional clown that, like, went around with a, a professional, like, circus touring group. Yeah. And so they, they like took the year off and they taught there that was the best thing about the school is that it was taught by professionals Dude, I, the on. guy who made the method who uh did um acting like in-depth acting real quick he, hold on real quick okay i just burped gin dude still <laughs> oh shit man <laughs> Damn, dude, it came out right now, dude. It I, sticks with you. I had to turn, and then I tasted the fucking stupid fucking, what is it? Goddamn juniper and uh, lavender, angelica, blueberry, all the dandelion. Like, all of the flowery flavors, dude, man. It, it is distinctly sure. fucking jandy. All right, go, yeah. go ahead, go. Um, oh, yeah, my, my main acting class guy. So you ever heard of, like, the method of acting? Yeah, like the method, method technique, acting. method yeah. acting. Yeah, so uh, that all derived from I think it was like Stanislavski was this Russian dude. He yeah. went to to like New York and area or some shit in the East Coast and and had like a traveling show. There was like a group, an acting group that went and saw a show and like we need to learn that method of acting, mm. and they started creating shit. One of them, his last name was Meisner. I forgot the first name. Mm. And he kept his technique, like they all had variations of what they needed to do. So the Meisner technique was like pretty much like believing everything that you do. Like you mm. can't do any type of acting without like having some in-depth emotion to it and presenting out that emotion and linking to different emotions to represent what you're doing. Like that became real. Like the fact of like believing and having a backstory for every little thing you do, totally believing you are a different person mm -hmm. was like the Meisner technique, at least from the first year that I got there, there might've been more in depth to it that I didn't get to learn. But regardless, we were taught the Meisner technique and we were taught by one of the very few students of Mr. Meisner that learned to teach his technique, not learned his technique, but learned to teach his technique. 
Mm. So this man, he had his own acting studio and he also worked for the Academy of Arts University. And so that's where I learned that there was an improv class, a screenwriting class, uh, another acting class. That's where one of my cold reading um, monologues came from. Um, Regardless, the point is uh, acting was one of the cheapest majors to purchase at that school because you didn't need to rent facilities or anything. And that was another thing too. A lot of the students had to pay for like lab equipment and uh, other fucking shit that they needed in order to do their major. And that ended up being like twice as much as my major because I didn't need to pay for any of that stuff. But it was funny because like they would always um, like if they were a photography major, or a video major or something like that. They would need to schedule like lab time to use the computers, to use Photoshop or Adobe Audition or, um, you know, Final Cut or whatever it might be. And so they'd always have to um, go and rent out labs at the school and travel to the labs and do their lab time. And they only have so much time to work on that computer before they have to get off the computer and we had computers in the dorms, but they didn't have the correct software on it. So the way I survived in school is that I would sell them pirated software. Like I'd be like, mm. give me like 20, 50 bucks. I'll put Microsoft Office on their computer. I'll put Adobe Master Collection on your computer. At the time, there was no Adobe subscription. You had the Adobe Master Collection. So that gave you every single application that Adobe made and Mm -hmm. it was like three grand or something like that. Yeah. It was ridiculous. Nobody could afford that. And so they'd be like, well, I can't even afford a Mac computer. I was like, that's fine. You have a hard drive. Yeah. I've got like a, a 500 gigabyte hard drive here that I have to use to go to my labs and save my work on and shit. It's like, great. I'll do what's called partitioning your hard drive. I take your hard drive and using the software I split it into two. So you plug this in, your computer reads it as two separate drives. Mm-hmm. One of those drives, I can install Mac OS Snow Leopard, the biggest operating system at the time, the most latest version. Yeah. You take this to the computers that we have in the dorms and you turn that computer off. You hold option key down and then it lets you select your boot menu. So you can choose where you want to boot in from. You can boot in from the drive built in to that computer in the dorm, or you can boot in to your portable drive that I just hooked up with the operating system for you. You can switch back and forth. And now you can use all of your apps. You can save everything. And it's like your own personal computer right upstairs in your dorm. Mm -hmm. And they're like, oh my God, you can do that? I was like, fuck yeah, I can put all the software on there for you. How much do you want? You want like like $500 or something? I'm like, Nah, bro. That software is three thousand dollars. Mac OS at the time, just to upgrade, was twenty bucks. You wanted the computer, you're looking at like twenty two hundred dollars. It's a lot. Yeah. Poor college student can't afford that. No. I said, I'm a man of the people. (laughs) You throw me a hundred dollars, and I'll do whatever you need for you. Man of the people, but you're also making a buck. I'm making a buck. <laughs> Hell yeah. But like, shit, that's what bought me my Subway sandwiches and made me live. 
throughout college, man. What did you feel like the city? Did the city feel expensive or did you feel like it was reasonable at oh, the time? Oh, let me tell you. Okay, so before I went to that school, I went to community college. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In and Southern California. What was the college? I went to um, Citrus Community College Citrus, in Glendora. Okay. I like that. So I went to community college. Right out of high school. Right out of high school. Yeah. And in community college, when I went to college, that's when I started drinking. <laughs> you know, that's when I started drinking. Yeah, I was like 19, 18 years old. I thought you were going to say something else about <laughs> no, like. No, this is important. This, this is important. I know, but I'm saying when you started that, I thought you, you were going to say, this is when I started really focusing on English. Or, you no, know, like no, I, no way, bro. No, that's I, when I started drinking. I didn't see the. This I is when wanted I started to drinking. always focus in theater. So like, oh, you knew I that took was theater a classes. I was in theater. Um, I auditioned for the school productions. I made it into those productions. Like I had characters, I had roles, I did my thing. I was happy. Yeah. And I made a lot of friends and a lot of my community college friends, like they would go out and party and shit. Cause that's what you fucking did. Yeah. So weekends, uh, fuck dude. I had a Pontiac Grand Prix GT 97. Nice. And this was in 2009, 2010. What year was it? It was a 97. 97. 97 Pontiac Grand Prix GT Black. Mm. And it was an upgraded model. Had some leather seats. Like it had leather seats. It had heated seats. It had a tape deck. It was tinted windows. Tape deck. Tape deck. Did it have low seats? Because yes. I, I, I sat in someone's fiber one time. It had and low seats. I felt like I was sitting on the goddamn floor. It was a coupe, too. Um, it was a coupe. I love my body. Oh, four door? Two door. Two door. Two door, yeah, coupe. Yeah. Two yeah. door coupe. Yes. Two yes, door yes, coupe, yes, man. And this thing had a 3.8 liter engine. I sat in one dude's fiber and I was like, oh shit, this is like a different experience. Dude. Oh, yeah. That was your car? That was my car, pretty Where much. Where the fuck did you get that car? Dude, we bought it on Craigslist for a grand. Holy I took shit. a picture of me holding all the hundreds because I thought it was so cool. I got that car when I was in high school, bro. Dude, that was high a, school. That's a my good car. My dad found that car. Uh, and and, and it, you didn't even know how cool it was. When huh? I bought that car, it had already been like over a decade old. Okay. Yeah. yeah. But it had low miles on it for what it was. Uh, it had like 60 grand of shit. miles on it. 60K. Yeah. You know, that's that not, bad. not bad. No, dude, that that's car, not bad. That for that age should have like. Look, I tell you, bro, I lot. probably would still have that car. What'd you do with the goddamn car? When I went to school in San Francisco. You sold it. No, I kept it at home. I used to put like, you know, engine cleaning solution in there. Yeah. I put the right type of gasoline for this car. Yeah. And it, it requested high that octane. I put high octane. Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. I bought that Supreme gasoline. Yeah. You know, the one you don't ever click. Yeah. yeah you were doing it. I was doing it. Yeah. I took that. I took care of that car. I got oil changes right when I was supposed to. I did everything I was supposed to do for that car. I told my 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 mom and my dad, my mom and my older brother to take care of my car when I went to San Francisco because I couldn't park a car up there. There was no point. No. The school was everywhere in the downtown area. And, and they had buses that would take you. So if you wanted to go to the wharf, you take the school bus to the wharf. Not a problem. You know the bus schedule. You want to go down to Market Street, you take the school down to the closest building to Market Street, you walk like a block, and you're there. 
Like you want to go anywhere in downtown San Francisco, the school had you covered. And they went late because they knew you needed as long as their facilities were open. Try this one. Try this one. Okay, I'll try that one. As long as facilities were open. You were you were you were able to take the buses. And so. Um, I did. I took the buses everywhere and you couldn't take a. <coughs> I'm all out of beer. I guess I'm just going to have to take a shot of whiskey. Oh, man. He is an animal. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, I got to clear my throat, though, you know? <laughs> I think I think the liquor has added a definitely different addition. Well, that's DJ Loves. <laughs> I know, right? Um, but the point was I couldn't take my car. Yeah. My dad had, like, a drunk fit fight with my mom. And my mom and my brother did not take care of my car. They were putting regular gas in it. They were uh, not getting the oil change. Like, they hadn't gotten an oil change in, like, months. Mm-hmm. Like, and my dad took the car, and he was speeding on the freeway, and he blew a hole in my engine. Ooh. Yeah. Fuck. And it was going to cost two grand yeah, to replace the engine. Yeah, because it's like the piston fucking blows out, and you got to do a whole- They had to replace whole, the whole fucking thing? Yeah, you got to do an engine swap. So the car just sat there, because, like, I needed, you know, I got money from my student loans. There was overpayment. So they gave it to me, and that's what I also lived on. And it was at the end of the school year. I was even going to get a job at the Apple store. Yeah. Um, Like, so I thought, you know, after I save up a little money from the Apple store, maybe the next student loan disbursement I could use to fix my car and shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This way I'll have a car when I come home. Yeah. Uh, but that didn't happen for other fucking reasons. Um, but right. I digress. The point was... Here's how I know that San Francisco was more expensive. When I was in community college, I used to drink with the crowd of theater kids that would go party. Yeah. And they also smoked. Everybody smoked. So I started smoking cigarettes. I would buy camel crushes. That was your thing? Yeah. You crushed the mint and I whatever. I did not like the mint and I did not ever crush the mint. But I bought the camel crushes because they... um had that option so i could smoke regular cigarettes but if somebody wanted to bum a cigarette for me i always had a cigarette to give them they can do menthol if they wanted so it was like a win-win situation and i think i paid about like 350 or it was like 399 or something like that for this pack of cigarettes in southern california at the time now when i went to california san francisco area yeah as a southern californian los angeles like area native i was not ready for how different the environment was not only was such a different way that the city is more compact and everything uh supposed to like you know living in san bernardino county like i was on the border uh, my hometown, Chino Hills, California, is not like the border of Los Angeles County, San Bernardino County, Riverside County. It's like all real close. Um, so I was not prepared for the difference. Mm-hmm. Uh, you thought it was all the same. That it was up there. How and did the you, weather, how like did, it was always raining. Bro. So how did you come across the Institute? You just knew because it had them arts? online. 
You just knew that it had arts. I was just, I just like, Googled acting schools. This yeah, came up as yeah. an option. So you, I looked you into more, it. I applied. I got accepted. I didn't know what the fuck was happening. Yeah. But, so you were more into the, what you were looking for than the actual location. And then you got there and you're like, holy shit, this is totally I'm different. I'm sure like if I did a little bit more research, I probably would have ended up at a different acting school. You think for so? Sure. Yeah, because for you sure. would have been like, nah, this is fucking crazy. But like this one, but in a way, what you're, got you're, me was that it was a school that I knew I had to go live in the dorm at. Like I knew that I wasn't going to be living at home and commuting to school. And you already knew you wanted that that difference. You wanted to be away. I did, and yeah. I think that's one of the reasons why I didn't look at a school in L.A., which probably would have been a better idea. Well, but but you got the experience though, and you'll I never did. yeah that's you'll, true that's true you'll never lose that and experience. It's changed my insight because I loved San Francisco. It's I found cool. out I loved that fucking city. There is a cool thing about living in a city. I I do like that. I do like being close to so many different things at one time. And it's it's that kind of city. Like LA is kind of spread out a little bit. Yeah, it's far. There's no like there's a lot of different neighborhoods of LA. And I've I've been to I've been to San Francisco. I feel like what you're talking about. And then I've been to Pittsburgh, and they have like an old city. You yes. walk around. It was like two in the morning. I'm walking around. It, it's just like that. And it's people like are awake. Pittsburgh. It's like yeah. Like there's a corner store. Like everybody's York, just everybody's just acting like this Boston, is not you know this is not two in the morning. You know everybody's just awake. They're just doing something. Yeah, we would go like. So one of the things we got a meal plan with the dorm at the school. And I kind of like that. Oh, wait, wait, hold on. Let me finish the cigarette thing while I. Okay. Okay. I got to move from Citrus College to the Academy of Art. So um, those cigarettes cost like about $4, maybe $4.50, anywhere from $3.50 to $4.50. Yeah. When I went to San Francisco, I went to go buy a pack of cigarettes because I ran out of what I had. And I didn't smoke a lot. I only smoked at night. Those were my rules. Smoke at night. Smoking groups, never smoke alone, never smoke in the day. Wow, you had a whole system. Because I didn't, I, you know, I fucking knew about you, the dangers of cigarettes. So you had already an inkling this is not a good thing. Here's but what I gotta got set me, some ban- boundaries around this. I thing. went to go, but purchase, you liked it. I did smoke cigarettes at the time. Yeah. I was also taking an antidepressant medication called Wellbutrin, which helps people. Uh, fiend off the craving of cigarettes. That's interesting. And you're smoking at the same time. <laughs> yes. Which I didn't know that they also subscribe that medicine for that. And so it they gave- would subscribe to me for depression, but they <laughs> would describe uh, prescribe it to people yeah. for helping them quit smoking. I didn't yeah. know that. I was taking it for the depression part. So I didn't find that out till years hold, later. Hold on, hold on, hold that. I got to take a piss too. I don't, we no, can keep I'll continue going. telling my story. Yeah, we can keep going. Pause it. Let's I'll, pause You want it. me to stop it? Yeah, let's All pause right. it and then we'll be back. Is it Hell yeah, it is. Okay. Um, Dude, so I want to look at that picture. <laughs> we, we took a break, but you didn't. So the point was that I spent like... Oh, what shit. did I say? Like $4 a pack of cigarettes. I went to San Francisco and this is how I quit smoking was yes, that yes, yes. cigarettes ended up costing like $6. Whoa. 
I was like, fuck no, I'm not spending that much. I remember these things being like $350. I'm not gonna buy a pack of camel crushes for like six fifty, six dollars. What the so fuck is that shit? Instantly you felt it. You're like, holy shit. Yeah, it was like six or seven bucks or something. And I was like, no fucking way. I can't do that. I'm not doing that. That's not worth it to me at all. So I instantly felt that that difference in price. Everything was was a lot more expensive. Um and, you know, it's a given now, like you kind of expect that. But um, back then it was penny pension. So even though I had a little bit of money that I got back from the law student loans uh, disbursement, there was still like that income I had to make with uh, like helping people with computers and shit like that and giving them the software they needed to to survive and save money on their end. Like they're going to pay three thousand dollars to this XYZ company or they're going to pay like a hundred dollars to me. And so I did that shit. That was great uh, for me at least. And yeah, we, we fucking, there was like a friend that, Oh, they didn't live in the dorms. They ended up with a, like an apartment with a bunch of other friends. And so like they would always host to like house parties and shit like that. So we'd go to their apartment and we'd play like fucking drinking games. I remember one of them we played was, um, what was it called? Wizards. So in wizards, you only drink from cans, you know, no bottles. So I want you to imagine like college house party but no bottles. You feel me? That's weird. Yeah. So just cans and duct tape. So you finish your first can, you take your second can and you duct tape that on top Mm. of your empty can. Yeah. And if you do this enough, you end up with a little staff. (laughs) A long ass staff. (laughs) Yes. And if you get that staff above your head, you become a fucking wizard. So you were on a mission to become a wizard. Yes. Yes. So that's what they did. So they played these like games. It was, and it was fucking clever because you know, you're going to be there drinking anyway. Yeah. And it was a game that everybody can play. So by the time you got like six or fucking seven bottles in or cans in and your staff is starting to grow, you start seeing other people with the same amount of length as you. And this is like encourages people to drink more. Yeah. And so you're sitting there like, ah, man, look at me. I'm right with you, bro. Got seven as well. And you're just like cleaning fucking cans and you're you're drinking with like two hands now because you got to support your staff. Yeah. <laughs> Which is fucking crazy. I remember one of those nights. Not only did I dance with two two blonde girls from our dorm, I also tried to run down a hill drunk because it's always down <laughs> or it's always uphill. Um, it's always uphill. So at the downhill part, yeah. I I was running down this hill. And I was drunk as fuck. And I remember not much of it, but my friends had told me is like you ran and then you literally rolled. Ooh. And we were so <laughs> fucking freaked out for you because you rolled across the street. <laughs> <laughs> you just rolled across the rolling. street <laughs> i'm like no fucking way he's like yeah yeah fucking way well oh, you rolled man. straight down the street right because you were going downhill okay as long as there's no cars <laughs> well yeah there wasn't any cars that like 
two, three in the morning. Yeah. And it was cool because these guys' apartments, they too. had like the, the, the last. Street, oh, oh, yeah. The, those the streets, streets are fucking steep as are fuck. steep as Like fuck. when you learn to drive there, they have to teach you which way to put your tires so that like when you're parked on a steep street, yeah. if for any reason your brakes fail, your car goes sliding, it goes sliding in a certain way. Oh, my God. Yeah. So, um, but. Oh, yeah. It was pretty cool. I was that was like the the height of like my college experience. And that was my second semester because the first semester, like I said, I regretted not getting more involved. Second semester didn't have the girl to like home back. And my friend said something. I said yes. And I did stuff and yeah. I enjoyed my fucking self. And that's what you should do yeah. in college. Yeah, you know, yeah, definitely get your education. Have a good get yourself fucking ready time. for life. But also fucking enjoy yeah. your time. Socialize. Have your friends. Do party. The, do the Alcatraz Halloween party. Exactly. Yeah. Take advantage of everything that was given to you. Because like. You're not going to do it again. You're not going to get those opportunities no. ever again. So yes. Take advantage of it. Be outgoing. You know. That's the fucking message. Like. It's okay to be a yes man. In those type of situations. I know I brought a water in here. Where is it? There it is. is. I brought some too. Cheers. <laughs> Bud Light, man. So that means I drink more than you, huh? Why do you um, say that? You drink more than me when I'm drinking another beer. Yeah, but it's Bud Light and the alcohol content. What is it? Do they not fucking put it on this bottle? Don't worry about my fucking alcohol content. I'm just saying, like, I was drinking a whole different beer that I'm sure has more alcohol. 4.2. Yes, 4.2 ALC, which is twice that. So it's an eight proof. I'm on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Eight proof. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So anyway, I guess that's my long rant about my college experience. Like, I enjoyed San Francisco. If I, if money was not an option to bring it way, would, way, 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 way You would back, live there? I'd live in San Francisco yeah. for sure. Downtown? Yes. And I even you took Crystal. You would want to be in the, yes. in the mix. Me and Crystal took a couple of trips to San Francisco. And we both have agreed, like, if money wasn't an option, live in San Francisco. If it wasn't so expensive, we'd live in San Francisco. That would be awesome. I would yeah. live there too, for sure. There's just so yeah. much, like, from the parks to the entertainment to the culture to, uh, like, I like, the, art the history, the art. Everything yeah. is great there. I think that's what I gravitate like. We used to, to go to a sushi restaurant, yeah. and in like, was it the basement or the second floor? I don't know. You had to take an elevator in one direction, and it would be a private karaoke room. And so, like, you'd book it there. And I remember not everybody was 21 in our group, but like, if the person who booked it was 21, they wouldn't card anyone else. So you could order pictures of alcohol you can order trays of sushi to the room mm. and everybody can drink hell yeah yeah and then we would just sing like fucking karaoke and then we would <laughs> so many fucking drunk nights in the middle of fucking winter in san francisco yeah. just like freezing my shits off walking back to the dorm fucked up do you guys want to throw something here dude 
I'll I'll fucking DJ, dude. I'll I'll play some music, dude. You know when we throw stuff, we'll let you know, man. Yeah, man. Let me know, dude. I will do <sighs> dude, it. I'm telling you, we like, could buy we a have, keg. We have. What been... if we got a keg, dude? Xerxes would be down. We will get a fucking keg. I don't know if I can do a keg because like it depends on what the keg is. Oh, so you want like some blue moon keg or something like that? Like I can do a keg of fucking Bud Light. No, no, no. No, I'll have my own. Don't worry about that. <laughs> <laughs> I don't plan on like, sharing. I would do a keg of something good. Like if they yeah. did cider and kegs, like I'd be down for that too. Dos Equis? Do you like Dos Equis? No. You're not into the Mexican beers. I could do like a Heineken in a keg. You would do a keg of Heineken? I know they sell those too. What about Heineken of Blue Moon? Blue Moon? Uh... I prefer Shock Top over a Blue Moon. So you would do a keg of Shock Top? I can do a keg of Shock Top and drink That's Shock Top all night. Kill Lifter is great. Kill Lifter? Kill Lifter, yeah. I think you actually would be down for that. I could do Kill Lifter. Yeah. Um, fuck, dude. Yeah, I think I feel, I feel like a keg is the way to go, dude. Look, man, if there's not a lot of money then we'll to get be some... spent in it on my side, because I am financially stressed. Yeah, 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 yeah I get that. On this wedding and everything. What if we did that for your whatever you want to do? Like here? throw a house party? Yeah. I'd be down for a house party. Yeah, I'll play music, yeah. dude. I'll fucking keep that we shit can going. Do that. Yeah. We do. I mean, Chris is gonna be gone for I think like three nights. Yeah. So we've got time to do shit, whatever we want. Yeah. We can go out, we can see a comedy show, we do another out night this is like fucking house party and shit as long as i can get high <laughs> in every I'm situation cool. like i ain't gonna tell you that i'm, I'm not gonna promise that i can drink a lot yeah. but i can promise you that i can get high and i will get high well and if you I will drink a lot too fucking be high. somewhere where you're not having to drive yeah, you know no well i mean it's not, it's not like kind of bachelor party so i wouldn't expect you all to make me drive anywhere <laughs> and i think chris was taking the only car in this house so. <laughs> right uh, so yeah. what do we have man what do we have what are we doing here i don't know this might be the longest fucking cortex <laughs> this is Love. two hours four minutes and 32 seconds yeah all right man what if we start doing two hour ones, man? I, I feel like this is a good. I mean, we we, had a we good just got to bring the whiskey, <laughs> right? I think that's our thing. Like, like you know, in the early shows, we were making like easy yeah. one thirty two hour shows. Hey, you then want, we went to about an hour, and you, we were like, okay, well, I feel like we need to stop. But like, we bring the alcohol, we talk for days. You said alcohol doesn't give you energy, but what the fuck? <laughs> I didn't say it didn't give you energy. I said it disperses the energy in your body. Hey, maybe that's what we need. We need more energy dispersed. Right, yeah, we need more energy dispersed. Or maybe yeah. you just think there's more energy because there's less brain cells. Whatever works, man. Who the fuck knows? <laughs> All right, man. I don't. Anyway, this has been another fabulous episode of Digital Cortex. I'm your man, Steven. That's your man, Random Styles. And uh, that's it. We out.